Amen. And uh, if you uh, give me a good listening to this morning, I mean this evening, I done lost today. Amen. That tonight, then uh, I believe you'll I believe you'll get something that will help you tremendously. First John chapter four. If you find your place, let's stand together and we'll read. Amen. Appreciate you being here, each and every one. And uh, appreciate this young lady back here being with us as well. Amen. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits where they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. This is that spirit of Antichrist. Whereof you have heard that he should come even now already is it in the world. Interesting statement, isn't it? Ye are of God, little children, and I've overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And I say, Amen. Amen. They are of the world, therefore speak they of the world, and the world heareth them. We are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth not us. Hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Don't believe everything you hear. Matthew, how about you praying? Amen. You be seated. Beloved, it is a it is a word of endearment as God, as John addresses the believers of the church. Now that just simply tells me that born again believers can be deceived, can be misled. And uh, my, is there not a lot of stuff out there? Grocery store the other week, I was re, uh, standing there in a weekly world news, and this was the headlines. Hero Duck rescues drowning boy three from raging river. Uh, it's amazing. Georgia repairman has been totally paralyzed since the day his boss yelled at him in 1988. Farmer shoots six foot butterfly. Now this is my favorite one. Lost dog finds way home after watching Lassie movie. <laughs> Here's the story. A spiky little pooch named Loose Lady trotted over 100 miles in 14 days to get back to the humans she loved after she was lost in Minnesota forest, ravaged by fire. The power of love, happy owner Sue said of, of Lady's heroic journey back. But she watched the Lassie Come Home movie, so she knew what to do. Amen. A lot of stuff out there that people are writing. And, and what's scary, even more scary is some unbelievious. Bible says in Matthew 24, 4, And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. 
In John's day, there was a group that were called uh, the religious scammers of that day were called Gnostics, which simply means knowledge. Now, here's what they believed. They believed that all flesh was evil, the only the Spirit was good, so there was no right... Amen! That beats them sleeping, praise God, any day of the week. I know he's listening. And he, he, said, he said they believe that there is no right or wrong. They encourage people to sin while they lived in their body because only the Spirit is pure anyway. Isaiah 22, 13 said it this way, And behold, joy and gladness, slaying oxen and killing sheep, eating flesh and drinking wine. Let us eat and drink, for tomorrow we shall die. Now that was the false doctrine of that day that was so prevalent. There's one today in our nation, in our country, right now. It's called post-modernism. And this is, this is the, the, the main belief. There is no absolute truth. It's no longer black or white. It's all gray. There's no right, there's no wrong. It's all relevant to the circumstance. They go on to say, it is impossible for us to know God, so instead we should listen to our hearts. I've heard a lot of folks say that. It's impossible to know God, so we'll just listen to our hearts. Notice what else they say. They say, uh, you have your truth, I have my truth, so there is no real truth. Just follow your heart. Live any way you want. They say all spiritual views are simply different roads that lead to God. So for Christianity to claim to be the only right road is intolerant and ignorant. That is the great belief of today. And my, it's everywhere. You say, well, what's wrong with on your heart? Jeremiah said, your heart is desperately wicked. You can't even know it. That's what the Bible says. And so we find here, we find here this ideal of false doctrine. Christianity today, a pastor was teaching a Christianity class to college students. And he brought a glass, a jar full of beans in. And uh, he said, I want you to take out a sheet of paper and uh, write, write down how many beans you think are in the jar. And uh, so all of them got a piece of paper out and wrote on there the number they thought was in the jar. He said, okay, right down below that, I want you to write your favorite song. And so... They all wrote their favorite song. When he got done, he said, okay, there was so many beans in the jar. So they looked out over all the sheets, 
And the one that was closest was the one that was right. When it was closest to the number. But then he said, okay, who's got the right song? And here's what they said. They said, well, there's no real right or wrong about it. It's all preference. Depends on what you like. He said, well, here's the question. When you decide what to believe in terms of your faith, is it like guessing the number of beans or choosing your favorite song? Here's what's alarming. With every class, every time the majority of the class said, we decide what we believe like choosing our favorite song. Whoa. So you see, there's no one truth. Everybody just picks their favorite. And so, but the truth is, genuine truth doesn't work like that. Um, Christians claim that Jesus died on a cross. Muslims claim that Jesus did not die on the cross. Both of those cannot be true. One has got to be wrong, and one's going to be right. Hallelujah, Christianity is right, but I'm saying both cannot be true. John here was, he comes, he said, listen, beloved, he said, my youngins, he got my little children. He said, don't be taken, don't be gullible. Don't be gullible. Proverbs 14, 15, the simple believeth every word, but the prudent man looketh well to his goings. False teachers don't walk around and say, Hi, I'm a false teacher. They don't do that. John said to try. The word try means to examine, prove and to see if they're genuine. Uh, the word literally try has the idea of like examining metal, especially gold. There is such a thing as fool's gold. There's a story, and it's a true story, of an entire shipload of iron pyrite was shipped to England in the 1500s. They thought it was gold because it was yellow. And the truth is, it was fool's gold. It wasn't gold at all. Perhaps that's where Shakespeare got it. All that glitters is not gold. So we find here. Now, the word that we want here, and you might, if you write in your Bible, we're going to write this across the side of discernment. We need that discernment. He said, try the spirits. Test them. And uh, there's a tendency to believe everything we, uh, we hear. When it comes from Oprah or God Post or, or a book that says, pray, we believe it. The Bible says, test, try those spirits and discern. Where discern simply means the ability to see issues clearly and right. That spiritual skill that enables us to filter out the wrong from the right and darkness from light and error from truth and best from the better. The ideal of discernment. Now, John here in this passage, he gives us three test. And, and now, if you've been asleep up to now, get, wake yourself up. How many of you have ever wondered if the Jehovah Witnesses are right or wrong? How many of you have wondered about that or, or questioned why are they wrong? What's wrong with the Jehovah Witnesses? What's wrong with the Mormons? What's wrong with them? 
Well, I think I can help you find out. First test is this. You ought to be right about the Son of God, Jesus Christ. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God, every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. The word confesseth has to do with a genuine, heartfelt, sincere confession. It is the ideal of literally saying the same words as God is saying about Jesus. Every, every cult, every test, the number one test to, to test the Spirit is Jesus Christ. What are you going to do with Him? Who is He? What's the big deal about Him coming? Well, without going into a whole long drawn out story, it's really simple. Man sinned. The wages of sin is death. You're going to die. You're going to pay for that debt. In the story. The, the moment you become an age of accountability, you pay for that debt. Now, or somebody pays the debt for you. And since God is holy, and He demands a sinless sacrifice, the only one that could do that was Jesus. That's it. He's the only one. No one else could. So, I needed two things. One, I needed a sinless sacrifice to pay the debt. The wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. So I needed a sinless sacrifice. And that's Jesus. Now, but for Jesus to die... I need a man. Because the sacrifice has to die for my sins. It has to pay the price. So Jesus will celebrate in about two or three weeks. Jesus come born in a manger. And Jesus was born. But you have to understand is Jesus, the, sin, the sinless Son of God, was God. But He's also man. I needed sinless Son of God to pay my debt, but I needed a man to die for me. And when whosoever should trust in the Lord Jesus Christ shall be saved, when I put my faith and trust in Him, had He never come, there would be no penalty paid. If Jesus did not come, there wouldn't be a Holy Spirit. If Jesus had not come, we would be lost on the road to a devil's head. We'd be lost. We'd have to pay the penalty. And the wages of sin is death. 
That's non-negotiable. Either Jesus paid your sin debt or you'll pay your sin debt. One of the two is going to pay for it. And so, hallelujah, when we, when we trust Jesus. So, so you understand now, all of a sudden, why this thing of Jesus coming in the flesh becomes so important. Apart from Jesus, I can't go to heaven. And you can't go to heaven. Apart from Jesus, and if He was not sinless Son of God, then why are we here? Because it took something that nothing in this... All the lambs and all the goats and all the sheep and all these things lasted one year. Had to be done all over again. But when Jesus, John said, Behold, the Lamb of God which taketh away the sins of the world. He was a sinless my soul. Now, every, every cult, every crazy belief starts. Tell me what you think about Jesus. Now, our world has no problem talking about Jehovah God. They'll talk to you about Jehovah God all day. Folks, don't mind talking to you about the Holy Spirit. I mean, Boy, the Holy Spirit moved and I got the fuzzies all over. Let me say this. How often do you hear people say, met with Jesus today? How often do people want to talk about Him? You're going to be surprised when we bring the Holy Ghost of God in it. According to the Bible, He don't want you to talk about Him he wants you talking about Jesus. And I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto me, he said. And for many deceivers are into the world who confess not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh. This is a deceiver and an antichrist. You say, I just don't believe that. You're an antichrist. You're, you're deceived. You're deceived. Look at it this way. If Jesus didn't come, how are you going to get into heaven? Would you please tell me? Well, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this, I've read my Bible, I've done this, I tithe, I'm a church member, I, I, I do my devotions daily, I, I, I visit and find my community. Well, God piles all that up. It says, your works and my works is as filthy rags. That won't get you in. So how are you going to get in? How are you going to get in? It's the only way you're going to get in. That's it. God looks at us. And when He adds up everything we do and all that we are, Here's what he says. He says, we're unprofitable servants. But when he looks at us, he don't see us. He sees the blood of his son. 
And when he sees the blood, he says, I'll just pass over this one. I'll pass around this one. I'm pleased with that one because of the blood of Jesus. Boy, this thing. And in John's day, I'm talking about... um, there, there, there was a crowd, a sect, that had this view that, that Christ was a spirit who only seemed to be a man. These taught that Jesus did not become a man at all. Then there's another sect called the Serenthian heresy. They taught this, that Jesus was a physical son of Joseph. And at his baptism... He became an eternal being, Christ. Then Christ, in His human, uh, abode in a human Jesus, and when Jesus went to the cross, the divine Christ abandoned Him, and Jesus died as a martyr and a mere man. Wow. You know what they saying? The real issue is just one. The denial of the deity of Jesus Christ. 1 John 2.22 Who is a liar? But he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ. He's the Antichrist that denieth the Father and the Son. The issue is always what they say about Jesus. The test, the number one test is... In all, all religions, put any name you want to to it. What do you believe about Jesus? What do you believe about Him? What's your thoughts on Him? Tell me what you think about Him. And that test, it's a very real one. Because the deity or the humanity of Jesus Christ, His virgin birth, His perfect life, His atoning death, His bodily resurrection... Mormons believe that Jesus is the half-brother of Lucifer and a created being. Jehovah's Witnesses believe that Jesus was Michael, the archangel, who became a man that after the resurrection, Jesus was just a spirit and not a real physical person. If you ask a job witness, he'll tell you this. What do you think about Jesus Christ? Well, we believe he was the Son of God. Now, what's wrong with that? What? Let me tell you again. Well, we believe he was the Son of God. Was a son. Not the Son. The Son says He's the only one. A Son speaks of you and I. And when you get them nailed down to it, I mean really nailed down to it, they've got to be honest with you and say, we don't believe that Jesus came and died for our sins We don't believe that Jesus was God incarnate. That He was all God and all man. They don't believe that. And they're an antichrist. They're a cult. 
are called. Oh my goodness. The Muslims believe that Jesus was a prophet, but not God. Christian scientists teaches that Jesus was a man in tune with the divine consciousness. Unitarians believe that Jesus was a good man who was mistakenly defiled by his followers. Any group, okay, what you, what, whatever you take, forget the title that's at the front of him. The question is, what do you believe about Jesus Christ? Woo, I got the fuzzies. Holy Ghost is all over me. I, I woke my half of you up by then. I need to do that more often. Come on. Now, okay, that's good. I'm glad the Holy Ghost has got you. Y'all, y'all, y'all fuzz. I'm glad. Tell me, tell me, what do you believe about Jesus Christ? What do you believe about Him? It was Him who mounted the cross. Him who shed His blood. It was Him who said, My God, my God, forgive them for they know not what they do. It was Him that said it's finished. It's Him that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It's Him. It's Him. It's Him. So number one, we got to be right about the Son of God, Jesus Christ. Number two, we got to be right about the Spirit of God. Ye are of God, little children, and I've overcome them, because greater is He that is in you than he that is in the world. Let me illustrate this for you. Few several years ago, had a fellow come through, and and I'd be be less than honest if I didn't tell you I got very excited. Uh, he was a very exciting person, and uh, um, just just very charismatic, very exciting. And man, I thought, man, he's going to be a blessing to our church, and wow, what wonderful! But then. Something on the inside started saying, that don't sound right. That don't sound right. This don't not, mm, that, not that that don't sound right. Oh that don't I'm I don't know about that. That don't sound right. And what it is, it's that spirit of God that if you're saved. By the grace of God. That's greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. They are of the world, therefore speak they of the world. And the world heareth them. When we make the decision to follow Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life, we've already come that deception and false belief system. And, and, and we don't overcome because we're smarter than they are, or how good we are, how holy we are. It, it, it's, it's, it's simply, the moment you got saved, God did put something in you called the Spirit of God that tells you. The Bible says, Our spirit will bear witness 
with her. Have you ever met somebody? And I mean, you start talking to them and they just love Jesus. I mean, just love the Lord. And you start talking to them and all of a sudden, something on the inside said, That's right. That's right. That's good. You get excited listening to them talk. That's good. That's the Spirit of God in us bearing witness with that Spirit. Have you ever been around somebody? We was, uh, <laughs> we was at the hospital yesterday. and they, there's, a, there's a dude over there. And, um, and uh, I'd probably never share this if it wasn't for the message. But uh, he, he was over there. And I don't know. I don't know he, he was a strange fellow. He's really strange. And, and, and the junk he wanted to talk about was even stranger. And uh, he's over, and I'm not sure he's talking about because nobody would pay no attention to him. He's talking about all kinds of old strange stuff. And, all, and, and the spirit inside me said, Mm-mm. Oh man, what a, what a messed up fella. Spirit of God, greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. The tense here indicates that that victory has already been won. Would to God tonight, some of us would get a hold of this. Get your chin out of your shorts. Quit grumbling and whining and complaining. Put a smile on your face. You've done one. You've done one. I mean, no matter what takes place. Kim Frady had cancer and he fought it for for several months. But yesterday morning, he, he, he won before yesterday morning. He won the last time when they told me he had cancer, he won. Hey, he really won yesterday morning. He got to be with Jesus. He ain't got another light bill to pay. He ain't got my not price. It's ne- he's never had it better. We need to understand this tense is we've already won. Rome, Paul said it this way, Nay, in all these things we're more than conquerors through him that loved us. See, Satan is a defeated enemy. But one of his biggest scams is he tries to convince us he's already won. That he calls the shots. While there's some of you sitting here, you've done given up on a situation or circumstance and decided... God can't fix it. I'd like to introduce you to mine. I'd like tonight to introduce you to my God. When there was nothing, darkness, chaos, let there be, and it was. End of story. He said, let there be light. Bam, there was light. And when nobody around to tell him how good it was, he told himself, it's good. It's good. Matter of fact, he says four to six times there, it's good. When nobody else to, he, when there was nobody else to applaud him, he applauded himself. He said, man, that's good. That's good. That's real good. That's, that's my God. That's my God. What have you give up on? What have you then decided God can't move in? See, we, 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 and, and you know what? You, you bought Satan's lie. You done decided. Well, I'm praying for some people. I hope you are. I'm praying for some people. And I'm going to be honest with you. 
I'm, I'm believing God. Saved like this old proud lion. Bible calls him a roaring lion. Walking through the jungle and he come upon a little rabbit. Do you know who the king of the jungle is? Oh, you are a mighty lion. You're the king. The lion lumbered on and come to a monkey and roared out, Do you know who the king of the jungle is? He says, You are. You're the king of the jungle. No, no questions. He comes to a bull elephant. 16 feet tall, 6 foot tusk. Who's the king of the jungle? The elephant grabbed him, threw him against a trunk, high over his head, and threw him against an oak tree 20 yards away, and the lion slid down like melted butter. He looked up at the elephant and said, well, just because you know the answer, you don't have to get up tight about it. <laughs> Satan, he thinks he's king of the jungle. When in fact... God is king. But you've got to get right about Jesus Christ. You've got to be right about it. When people are wrong, they're wrong about Him. You've got to be right about the Spirit of God. Then number three, you've got to be right about the Scriptures, the Word of God. 1 John 4, 6. I want you to listen to Let me. I want you to look at it. And let me read it to you the way I've written it out. I'm not going to change it. We are of God. First question, are you of God? Are you? Do you know Him? Is He your Lord and Savior? Is your Savior tonight? Is He? Raise your hand. Is He your Savior? Is, we are, is He? Are we of God? Okay. Wonderful. He that knoweth God, not knows who's writing this, John the Apostle, heareth us. John moved by the Holy Ghost to God, he put it here. He said, those that know me, he said, they, they're going to they read the, those that know God are going to read this book and hear what it has to say. It's going to speak to them. He that is not of God heareth not us. They don't hear the word of God. That's the reason why you can give them the word of God, you can give them the truth. And they look at you like a calf in a new gate. They have no idea. I'm amazed at that. I'm amazed at that. People struggle, people that, that so struggle in their life. And they'll come and say, Preacher, how, how can I get up? Okay, get faithful, get faithful. And I'll give them the scripture, get faithful. And, and they'll say, Okay, okay, okay. But they didn't hear it. They didn't hear it. Hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. When God uses the word we and us, He's referring to men. A holy God moved to write the Scriptures. Let me give you one closing note before we pray with these kids. In 1 John 4, 2, he said, Hereby know ye the Spirit of God, every spirit that confesseth, notice the word, confesseth, that Jesus Christ is come, is of God. Look this way. We've seen the kids before. Everybody look at me. Amen. I'm so much cuter than they are. Look up here. Hereby know we, ye the Spirit of God, every spirit that confesseth. First John 4, 6, he made this statement. We are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth not us. In verse 2, when he says, those that confesseth or speak those words, they're just not mere words. It's not just what comes from the lips. But it's what comes from the heart. When those that hear 
It's not just hearing, listening, but it's listening that allows the Word of God into the heart. Verse 6, the humble listening accepts the truth of Christ and submits gladly to it. Verse 2, confesses the Christ of the gospel gladly. Tonight, he says, try the spirits. And there's so much out there, it's unbelievable what people believe. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable what they base that belief on. First of all, test number one, Son of God, Jesus Christ. What think ye of Jesus? Number two, number two, the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God. Let Let me just help you here. When you do wrong, does the Spirit of God convict you immediately? Um, when you do wrong, I mean, something, you know, oh God, why'd I do that? How I many is what I'm talking about? If you never have that to happen, then you're saying, I never do wrong. And the Bible says, all sin that comes short of the glory of God. You're deceived. You're probably not even saved. And he said, why would you say that? I don't want you to die and go to hell. I don't want you to leave this church being deceived. If that never happens to you, it's because there's nothing in that to convict you that you're wrong. I'm amazed that those that that say, I'm saved, and yet never get convicted about things that God seemingly wires the others out over. Some ain't right about that. And so tonight, there's never no conviction. Would you please search your heart? When you, have, when you run into that court, ask those three questions. That's all standard of feet. Every head.